Today is Thursday, November 4th. The title for our devotional is Building Bigger Barns. That's a lot of bees, I know. For our devotional today, we're just going to go through one more story of the life of Jesus and his teaching on wealth. This one we read about in Luke 12, beginning in verse 13. Someone in the crowd said to him, Teacher, tell my brother to divide the inheritance with me. (laughs) Very common problem in our culture today. Jesus replied, Man, who appointed me a judge or an arbiter between you? And he said to them, Watch out. Be on your guard against all kinds of greed. Life does not consist in an abundance of possessions. And he told them this parable. The ground of a certain rich man yielded an abundant harvest. He thought to himself, What shall I do? I have no place to store my crops. Then he said, This is what I'll do. I'll tear down my barns and build bigger ones. And there I will store my surplus grain. And I'll say to myself, You have plenty of grain laid up for many years. Take life easy. Eat, drink, and be merry. But God said to him, You fool, this very night your life will be demanded from you. Then who will get what you have prepared for yourself? This is how it will be with whoever stores up things for themselves, but is not rich toward God. Then Jesus said to his disciples, Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat, or about your body, what you will wear. For life is more than food, and the body within clothes. Consider the ravens. They do not sow or reap. They have no storeroom or barn, yet God feeds them. And how much more valuable you are than birds. Who of you by worrying can add a single hour to your life? Since you cannot do this very little thing, why do you worry about the rest? Consider how the wild flowers grow. They do not labor or spin, yet I tell you not even Solomon in all his splendor was dressed like one of these. If that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow is thrown into the fire, how much more will he clothe you, you of little faith? And do not set your heart on what you will eat or drink. Do not worry about it. For the pagan world runs after all such things, and your Father knows that you need them. But seek his kingdom, and these things will be given to you as well. Do not be afraid, little flock, for your Father has been pleased to give you the kingdom. Sell your possessions and give to the poor. Provide purses for yourself that will not wear out, a treasure in heaven that will never fail, where no thief comes near and no moth destroys. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. One of the most common arguments in Christian circles in favor of the pursuit of wealth is so that one can then be more generous once they have more wealth. The logic goes something like this. Once I make more money and save enough to be secure financially, I can give no money, more money. Of course, this is true. Oftentimes, this is true. In practicality, however, it tends to run into a few problems that we must be aware of and guard against. In fact, it often runs into the exact problem Jesus warns us against in verse 13 to 21. Therefore, the important thing is for us to be rich towards God in our inner life so that we will not run into these problems. How much in savings is enough to be secure financially so that we can start being super generous is the question. There's always the next thing that we are saving for. and This is where we give ourselves tons of leeway and where the idolatry of our heart reveals itself. First, we're saving for the house, then for the timeshare, then for the second home, then for the dream vacation, 
then for the kid's college, then for retirement, then the kid's inheritance, and a million other little things along the way. It never ends, and there will always be an excuse to not be generous, precisely because you're saving for the next big thing. We are always building bigger barns to store our surplus. So the key is, as Jesus tells us in verse 33, to be generous now. Be willing to, uh, well, first of all, be rich towards God in our inner life, as I mentioned earlier, so that we do not fall prey to these self-deceptions. Be willing to part with your stuff and be generous now. Generosity is not a function of your budget line. It is a condition of your heart. One can be generous with a great deal of wealth just as well as they can be with little wealth. We are called to give out of what we have, not out of what we don't have in 2 Corinthians 8. Jesus says of the poor widow who put a small sum into the offering box in comparison to the wealthy who are putting in large sums, uh, truly I tell you, this poor widow has put more into the treasury than all others. They all gave out of their wealth, but she, out of her poverty, put in everything, all that she had to live on. So the secret, which it's really not a secret because Jesus told us as much, is to maintain a heart of generosity whether we have great wealth or not. Don't keep kicking the can down the line to a later date, hoping to strike it rich, and then we can be generous. Be generous now. The amount that you give may change with your income, but the heart of generosity should always remain the same, whether you have great wealth or no wealth to speak of. Reflection and additional content today, I invite you to go back and read this text again and meditate on it. Go to, go to the devotional page and, and just spend some time just reading it. I've highlighted the primary application imperatives in yellow to help you see the main points Jesus is making. Just read it slowly, meditate, and sit with these like direct imperatives that Jesus calls us to that really speak into the heart of our idolatry of wealth. So please go to the devotional page and read through that and really sit with what Jesus tells us here.